I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to part two of In Sickness and In Health. Right, so back to sort of TV and films, right? Because we could talk about this all day long. Mm. What is your favorite film of all time? Oh, easy. You can answer that for me, surely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is easy. Damn it, I forgot about that for yeah. a second. Easy. Jurassic Park. It's the best film ever made. Yeah. All right, it's well, here... the most. It is such a perfect film. Yeah. They remember. Yeah. You see, you quote it a lot. Quite you do, you do yeah. quote Jurassic yeah. Park a lot. Right, well, here, they let me... They were testing defences for weaknesses. <laughs> Go on, finish it off. They remember. Um... Well, he, uh, let me turn it around then. What's my favourite film of all time? Uh, the Exorcist. Exorcist. <laughs> I'm going to drink some more beer. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have to say. I think the Exorcist. Where did this microphone come from? <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> James is drunk. I think The Exorcist is definitely the best horror film ever made. It stands up today. You good? I'm so excited for the day where I can show Harrison that. Because Harrison's quite into his horror films. He's seen a couple, I've eased him in, he's seen a couple that are appropriate. I've said no to The Exorcist. I've said no, well, he can't watch The Exorcist. I know he can't, yeah. Only because of one scene, really, know, the yeah, crucifix scene. Yeah, it's very graphic. He can't, he can't watch that. But I'm so excited for the day where I'm like, let's watch this. See, you know, you're... What, what, what will have to be, like 16, 15, 16, 16? To watch it with you, to be like the responsible parent, I suppose he has well, to be 18. But like Carrie, like I remember watching that when I was nine years old around my mate's house. Yeah, I watched that young. Like with a bunch of friends and yeah. stuff like Obviously, parents didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I think I know the Exorcist film so well that I know when that scene's coming up. So I'll be like, oh, I'll just go make a cup of tea. I'll let him enjoy that right. scene. Enjoy Not it. enjoy it. Not like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him watch that by himself. See that. I so, used to watch The Exorcist to fall asleep I at night. You did, yeah, you weirdo. I am. Um, I feel the same. I've got the same feeling about that. Like, I can't wait to play GTA with my kids. Right. 
Because that's quite inappropriate, very, isn't it? Very, yes, for, there's like, for a young there's child. There's like prostitutes yeah. and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know, I was, we were talking about planning our night tonight. Yeah. And I was looking up the charts, the films yes, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yes. So I was, looking up, I was looking at horror. Horror films, of course. And uh, and I said, uh, I said to you. Um, <laughs> Did you screenshot this? No, I didn't. I'm oh, going to look up it. Oh, why don't you screenshot it? I'll look it up now quickly. So James was going through. I went on sort of iTunes store. But it was movies. sort of like top 100 um, horror films. And he was going through the top ones and it was like, right, well, we've seen that, we've seen that, we've seen that. And I was like, scroll down, go right down and see, like, because you can find some little gems run about the bottom. <laughs> and he was like, um, all right, I'm doing it. What number was it? 98? Hang on, it was 85. No, it wasn't. It was, it was 85. A little known film called The Pyramid. Yeah. Which is a horror film. Yes. Starring James Buckley. Well, I was in it. At least you're still in the top 100. I was in it. Two and a half stars out of five. But then, so James clicked in it and he started reading some comments. I got some reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Got some reviews here. Just before you started reading these, I literally said to you, because that's the one film that you don't ever watch anything you're in. No. And and I don't either. But that's the one film where I was like, I'm going to watch it because it's a horror film. And you've been in a horror film. And also Dennis O'Hare was in it, who is an actor that I love. Also, Um, it's a fun horror film. Yeah. And I literally said to you, when you found it on that list, I went, I didn't think that was so bad. And then you went, well, let's read the reviews. Let's read the reviews. Um, this review is titled Hard Work Watching This. <laughs> One of the worst horrors I have ever seen. The story is fine, but the chosen cast are dire. You have an idiot from the Inbetweeners who has no ability to act in any other movie other than be his character in the Inbetweeners, but with a beard. <laughs> question mark. Yeah, it was a question mark. I was like, he's questioning your beard. Ah, that's fair enough, isn't it? But yeah, no, they had a lot of bad reviews. But <laughs> I'm a horror film fan. S- a surprising amount of bad reviews for, uh, for a so film bad. that wasn't seen that much. I didn't think it was so bad. But anyway. It was fun to make. Yeah, you did have fun to I make I loved it. making you it. You made quite a lot of friends there, didn't you? Yeah. Did I? Well, there was that one I talk guy. I not any of them anymore. There was that <laughs> one guy. Um... Right. Now, you're all about the train etiquette. Yeah, boy. TV etiquette. Oh, yeah. Speaking whilst watching something. Mm. How do you feel about that? Uh, if we're slap bang in the middle of a film and I start talking, here's the problem. What? I don't do that. You yeah. do. Do you know what it is? Um, you do do that. It's uh, it's not a problem for me, no. I've no. never had to think about that. Yeah, you talk quite a lot. I, you um, do. I go, I suddenly have a thought that I have to tell you. Yeah, of course. During a film. Of course. And I go, oh. Um, Where would I be without knowing? Uh, oh, I make, I, I make some noise. Thought. I make some sort of generic noise. Mm. I'm like, oh, um, uh. And that's my cue And then pause. I wait. And then, because I give you the remote as well. I'm in charge <laughs> of the remote, yeah. Because, here's another thing, and this is TV etiquette, because I've got to turn it up when you're eating. Because you're a bit of a chewer. I'm enjoying my food. Aye. Enjoying my curry. Sitting on your phone, using your phone. I don't mind that. I'll tell you when that annoys me, when I'm really excited to show you a film and I can tell you're not enjoying it and you're on your phone and I'm like, (laughs) do you know what I do to James quite a lot? 
it'll be like, I, I can tell he's not really watching it. And then it'll come up on the screen like six months earlier. And he's too busy on his phone. So I'm like, this is six months earlier, by the way. Because <laughs> I know you missed that. And, you, and then it's like your cue to put it in. <laughs> Leaving the room, mid-film slash episode. You're a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's me having a conversation with one of you. Like, yeah. Just like, walks off the room. You would never walk out during a film. No, only only when I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah only yeah, when yeah, you're trying yeah. to tell me to yeah. do something. Um, here's a question, which I already know the answer to, but I'll ask it anyway. When was the last time you watched yourself back in the in-betweeners? I don't even know the answer to that question. Uh, no, I'm asking you. When was the last time you watched oh. yourself in the in-betweeners? God knows. I don't know. Have you never, like... There's loads of episodes I've never seen. Oh, really? Yeah. You and me both. No, no. <laughs> Have you ever, like, been up late one night and it's been on E4 and you've just, like, watched it? No. No, never. How is that a, a relaxing watch for me? I don't know. Listen, and it's not because of something where it's like, I'm so cool, I don't have to watch it. Like, I don't no. watch it. It's it must be quite, it must be, it just... It's it, annoying. Right. It's irritating. It's, you spend a day at work, have someone film you, do everything you did at work, and then come home from work and then that person go, do you want to see everything that you did today? <laughs> you go, no, I don't, really. Yeah. Did we both go to the premiere of the In Between Us movies? Yeah. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I was pregnant at the first... Yeah. In between this film, I was pregnant with Harrison. And then I wasn't pregnant at the second no. premiere. I just had Jude. He yeah. was quite he was still quite Jude young. Was, Jude would have been Oh well Jude was three months when you were filming it. Yeah, Jude was just turning one. At the premiere. I can't remember uh, He was three months old in Australia for the second well, film. Well the the film I'm sure the film came out in August. Right, yeah. So he would have been either just one or just about yeah. to turn one. Wow. Oh my God, you're old. It's 10. Yeah. The second film came out 10 years ago. But look at me. I could still be in Waterloo Road. All right. Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. Who would you get or who would you like to play you in a biopic of your life? James Buckley, mm -hmm. the movie. Who would play you? I mean, you'd want that part, wouldn't me, you? <laughs> I'd do it. I'll do it, please. Now, if it couldn't be you, who would you want? Probably, you know, your Stallones. Oh, come on. He's Stath too old. It needs to be somebody your age. Statham. He's a bit younger. Not the new. Um, I don't know. Timothy I Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's a little bit of... I, I don't, don't think Timothy Chalamet is a million miles away for you. I don't think there's a... I just don't think there's an actor around that could... Couldn't take it on. That could take that on. Couldn't take it on. That could get the really get into it. Yeah. This interest in life Probably Larry David. <laughs> yeah. He could play me. He could play you. You could play <laughs> him. Stick a wig on him. Yeah, that is for sure. And he could be James Buckley, the movie. We love Larry David, oh, don't yeah, we? Oh, yeah, I sent um I sent Ray our producer a video of Larry David the other day saying this is James and it was just a whole video of Larry David at the doctor's office and he was like would you mind if I took your number just you know just in case anything happens and the doctor's like no I don't really do that yeah. and he was like no but you know I just think it would put my mind at ease yeah. I won't phone you for anything it's the doctor like, that dribbles on his head isn't it I was like this is James he yeah. loves it 
No, I think I've got fantasies of meeting Larry David. Oh, my God. I'm and me going, mate, you are brilliant. Yeah. I love you so much. And him going, what are you doing? Yeah. Him getting annoyed at me. Yeah. And then me going, he's doing the thing. He's, <laughs> he's, this is what he does. Yeah. He's brilliant. Who would you, if you were in charge of a Claire Buckley film, mm. who would you get to play me? <laughs> um, I don't know. Genuinely don't know. Oh, man. It's an anticlimax. Goldie Horn. She's about fucking 80. Or young, go- <laughs> young Goldie Hong. No, that doesn't work. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. She, again, about 80. Fantastic actress. Right, but it needs to be like somebody young and hot. All right, never mind. I don't know any... Jesus Christ. I don't know any young, hot women, Claire. Thanks. Not right. anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, moving on. Yeah. Marital mayhem. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah, okay. Shall I read it since you're pissed? Yes. No, I'm not trying. I'm all joking. Right. Hi, James and Claire. I have got the ultimate marital mayhem for you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. I've been married to my husband for 10 years, and I'd say we're a pretty normal couple. My husband and I have good jobs. I'm a teacher, and he's a heating engineer. And we earn, yeah... Yeah, he comes round, pretends he can't fix it back three times. <laughs> and Listen, we, it's all part. It's all part of it yeah. when you're a tradesman. Listen, I've been there. The heating engineers. I've been there. I've been on building sites. I I've tell been on, you. I've, I renovated a. Uh, when I, I was, renovated. Well, I didn't renovate anything. No, like, you're fucking getting ahead of yourself like, there. When I was doing a bit of chippy work and stuff yeah. like that, um, we had to hang. I think it was eight doors or something like that. I stretched that job out for about three months. What? Oh, you'd have been just kept turning up, getting paid, looking at it again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and get some no nails and then disappearing for the rest of the day. You'd have been it, right? So I'm a teacher. He's a heating engineer, and we earn fairly similar salaries. My husband has picked up a new hobby slash addiction recently that, in my eyes, could jeopardise our future. He keeps spending part of our wages. Prostitutes. For goodness sake. He's got his new hobby. It's called prostitutes. (laughs) He keeps spending part of our wages on Bitcoin and various cryptocurrencies. Oh, no. Yeah. And repeatedly uses the phrase, it's an investment for our future. It's definitely not. Right. 
We've got kids similar ages to Jude and Harrison and our savings should be going towards their futures in university pots. I know little about cryptocurrency, so I don't know whether his argument has any legs. All I know is my money is disappearing and I'm not reaping any of the benefits. What should I do? Right, well, let me tell do... Him to, to just tell him, tell him from me that stop, it's nonsense. Those, right, those um, NFUs... I had mates coming up to it's me. It's not NFUs. No, no, but all this kind of sort of stuff. I had mates coming NFUs up to me. NFUs like a... Non-fungible... Like a, no, NFTs. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. NFUs are... What's it's an like NFU? A, it's like a... I've seen adverts for NFU. It's like a wee tree. It's like a, it's like a pension thing, I'm sure. Well, that's something to invest in. There you go. You should be investing in that. Listen, no, I'm way hard because I know nothing about this stuff. Right. I can barely turn on a laptop. I know a tiny little bit about it. Go and on. And... It's ridiculous. Right. Absolutely stupid. But isn't like Elon Musk like it's a dripping stupid... in Bitcoin and stuff? Like isn't it something you should do? Right. Well, go and go into Sainsbury's and buy a banana with some Bitcoin. See how far that fucking gets you. Yeah, very true. Right? It's nonsense. Yeah. It's absolute... I had mates coming up to me like business guys, mm. like people that have done much better than me, right. like that have a business brain, entrepreneurs and yeah. like, I want to get in. I want you to come in with me with this NFT stuff, non fungible tokens, and um, that whole thing has just gone to shit. Right. It's t- it took about two years for it to for everyone to go. Yeah, no, this. You know, you. Th- it sounded like nonsense at the beginning. Mm. No, it fucking is. Yeah, it completely is nonsense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my thing is, if you can't see it, if you can't touch it, if you can't withdraw it. If you like you say, if you can't buy your shopping as that, then listen. It, at the end of the day, if you can't breathe it, or eat it, or drink it, it's nonsense. Right. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. There we go. I think we'll finish off there. So tell him no, from James. Tell him don't do the the cryptocurrency <laughs> thing. No. When it, when everything goes tits up and stuff, if he's going to inv- if he if he's thinking, oh, I'm investing for the future. Do your classic stuff. Your ISA. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good, sensible thing to get involved with. Um, gold, silver. Oh, no, see, that seems a bit No, you buy that stuff. Me, you know? If you buy a load of gold, I've never done this, by the way, but if you buy I a load of gold, no. if you buy gold bars, and if you've got like a load of cash, you're like, right, I'm, I'm, I want this to actually grow in, in. Yeah. Nah. Just put it in the bank and leave it. No, see, uh, buy bank, a buy a get a flat and rent buy a it property, out. Yeah, yeah. But they, it's different from it's different from spending five hundred quid on Bitcoin. Well, true. To buying a property, yeah, three hundred and fifty thousand on a yeah, property. Yeah, of course. But invest in gold. Invest in art. Oh, no. I feel like art might be a better thing. You can do these things now where you can go in with a group of people and you own a percentage of. Some fine right. art. My thing is, though, if we get one of those, you know, flashing messages up on the telly the more the world's mm. got to end, yeah. nobody's buying your art. No. It would just be food, wouldn't it? It would be food and water. That's it. So just, just keep it in the bank. Keep it under your pillow. That's what I say. We don't. Just if anyone's listening. <laughs> Not that you know of. Not that I know of, no. Um, 
Well, that maybe was the ultimate marital mayhem because that was quite serious and it's about money and that's always a tricky yeah, thing. Yeah, it's always a tricky to... thing. It is daft what he's doing though. Okay. It is daft. I've got about 500 quid's worth of Bitcoin. Uh, uh, here he goes. I know, yeah, yeah. At one point, it was worth You should about... invest in that. Can you not buy like shares of Disney and stuff? Yeah, you can. You absolutely can. Do that instead. But you can... I don't know what the term is. I'd call it spread betting. But you can have, you can That's definitely not the term. Say if you've got hundred quid, you can put five percent in Disney, five percent in Amazon, five percent in yeah. Apple. Yeah. If something goes down, one of the others will stocks, yeah. bears and bulls. Yeah. Right. But that's all nonsense. Yeah, man. I don't know. Do, I don't know. Keep it in the house. Good luck, by the way. Don't know what to tell you. That is not that he shouldn't be buying cryptocurrency. James feels very strongly about that. He shouldn't be doing it. I don't and, know and, what and, it means. And, I, and I'm, you know. You're an I'm, idiot. I'm with him. I'm an idiot as well. Yeah. Yeah. This next section of the podcast is brought to you by Bulldog Skincare, the experts in men's grooming. We're about five seconds into this one and I can just tell you have got something to get off your chest. Oh, you know me so well by now, don't you? Well, I bloody do. <laughs> so as we all know, Christmas is already everywhere at the moment. You see all the ads on TV, all the shop fronts have fake snow in the window. And I, of course, have started purchasing Christmas presents for my nearest and dearest. But it's got me thinking about an incoming problem. Dodgy presents. Dodgy presents. Okay, do you want to expand on that? Well, you know what I'm talking about. The the novelty socks, the jazzy ties, the singing cookie jars. (laughs) Yeah. I just know there's a crap present out there currently being wrapped for me. Yeah, but those presents are just a bit of a laugh, right? Is Big Mouth Billy Bass funny to you? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. A little singing fish. Oh. Yeah, okay. Very well, I know what to get you then. Well, in so many respects, men have it a lot easier in life, but in this case, it's always men my age who end up with a joke present, and we can all do better than this. Okay, so talk me through it. Give me some examples here. I think the main culprit. Go on. I suppose when you're a parent and you've got adult children grown-up children yeah i mean it's even getting harder for us right now harrison sort it's of really going difficult. into that teenage phase it it's is getting really harder. difficult i mean i don't want to throw them under the bus and you should never be ungrateful True. you should never be ungrateful but the fact is there are some stinkers <laughs> there are some stinking presents uh, i've had some socks yeah i've had some socks men uh, it is difficult for men i got given some socks one year with spitfires on them why? Um, the person that gave them to me said, well, I know you lo- you're you very interested in World War Two, aren't you? <laughs> no, that is clutching, isn't it? Yeah. it but, but you do, you clutch for people sometimes it's when you tricky. don't know. Buying gifts for people is tough. I'll tell you what's one that always sort of sticks in my mind. The the random autobiography by mm-hmm. some some obscure celebrity. Yes. And, and I will say my mum's given me a couple of them. <laughs> uh, you know, somebody that I've never mentioned. Um, never expressed any interest in. No, but you get you get this random autobiography. Oh, I thought I thought you liked her. I thought you liked him, and you're like, okay. That was funny. Can that we was talk? Funny. Can we talk about it? No, we won't say who it was. Well, because nothing against her. No, 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 no we won't no, say okay. who it was. <laughs> but it was random. It was a bizarre autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your mum snatched that book back, didn't she? <laughs> she did. She took it right back. She was like, well, I'll read it then. I actually remember one year, Claire, Yeah. that you bought me a video game 
and this was this was actually a good gift. Yeah. It was well, a very good in, gift. You're, you're into your video been, games. Yeah, and you'd been listening to me and there was a game that came out at a certain time. And, Just in time for Christmas. Uh, and I hadn't played it yet, so you wouldn't have known that, that you know. Well, I knew you were talking about it. Yeah. I knew you wanted it. Yes, and this is the problem. Everything's, you know, I don't know, up in a cloud or something somewhere. That's right. It was, a, I, it, was I, a, it wasn't a physical copy that I bought. I bought it but and you wrapped went it and queued up. You told me about. You told me how long you queued up for <laughs> to get this game. I was very happy with that present, and it was a good present. I felt awful. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's the problem with presents. But you didn't feel too awful because as soon as you opened it, you went, "I've got this." Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to be honest. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should have lied. You should have, even just for a couple of days. But the point is, bad gifts put everyone in an awkward situation. Well, that's it. So how do you react to opening a bad gift? Because I feel like sometimes you, all, whether it's the person giving it to you, maybe they've got a track record <laughs> and you know, but how do you react when you when you open that paper and you see it, whether you've already got it or you're not interested in it at all, do you bring the actor of in yourself? Yeah. Do so you? I'll tell you this, Claire. A rule with me is... Go on. The bigger deal I make over a present that you've given me... The worse it <laughs> the is. The worse it is. Got it. What? No! Oh, my God! Spitfires on a sock! <laughs> oh, brilliant! Okay. I can already think of a hundred ways I could use this. Got it. Right, so novelty gifts... Or, you know, something that you've just sort of plucked out the air and, yeah. and you hope for the best, not the way they to go. They are what they are, aren't they? They're novelty. I couldn't think of anything to get you. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Okay, so not the way to go. Get you something you're going to use. Absolutely. Yes. I think you might have a point. But luckily, I've got a suggestion for how to bring an end to the pointless Christmas presents that nobody wants. You ready for this? Go on. Hit me with it. Bulldog. They believe in making quality products for men that unlock the true potential of natural origin ingredients. Their straightforward ranges are purpose-built and specially formulated to help men look and feel their best. Yes. And, to be fair, you bought the boys some Bulldog products. I did. Was that last Christmas? Uh, I think it was, yeah. It was in a nice... Because they're getting a little bit older. They're getting a little bit older and it was like, oh... Skincare routine. Maybe they should do a skincare routine. Yeah. And you bought the, they, they came in a nice little wash bag. Yeah, a little green, green wash, bag. wash bag, yeah. And I genuinely use those stuff now as well. Yeah. I nicked it off the boys. Mm-hmm. In fact, we do it together. You do, and it's me very and, cute. Me and the two boys, we do a little nightly routine yeah. where we have a little scrub, then we do some soap, yeah. and then we put some moisturiser on yeah. afterwards. So basically what we're saying is if you're struggling for a gift... Get something you can use. Get something you can use, something yeah. practical, something yeah. that they're going to be able to use all year round. Yeah. And um, dare I say it, something that brings sons... And fathers (laughs) (laughs) closer together. Now we're talking. Bulldog understands men. They've got everyone covered with a range of grooming and skincare products designed to help men look and feel their best. From skincare to razors to beard care essentials, they offer products that cater to all grooming needs. This year, join me in protesting the pointless presents that go straight to the tip and give a man in your life a gift they can use and appreciate. Got it. Right, vow of change for this week. I've got an easy one for you. Okay. I'll go fast. Okay. Today, mm. right at the very beginning of this podcast, you were a big, you were a heavy burper. I was a bit, yeah. I didn't like it. 
Okay. The listeners didn't like it. They don't, do they? No. And today, yeah, it's back. Yes. Stop burping on the podcast. The next week. Well, let let's start with that. Okay. All right. Um, That's it. So I've got my um my vow, <clears throat> not my vow, but my yeah your for vow. Me. Yeah. Be. Um, staying on topic. Right. With the film and TV stuff. Right. Who would you I thought you were telling me <laughs> to stay on topic. No, no, that was my I'm, vow. I'm just saying that my vow, my vow right. actually nicely uh, ties in. in. Go on. Ties in. Um, so. We can all see your trainers stop thank you. flicking them a bit. They're nice. I put some crep, crep protect on them. Um, anyway, so film and TV. Yeah. Who's the biggest Stallone fan on the planet? Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Never fucking watched Rambo. Yes, I have. Could have, could have helped me out. Well, but let me tell you though, this was an ongoing thing, and you forgot. Right, this is actually funnier. Go on. Because for years and years and years, I hadn't watched Rambo. Yeah. And I'm a huge Sylvester Stallone fan. Yeah. After Robert De Niro, Sylvester Stallone. You've not, uh, you've not watched First Blood Part Two. Maybe I haven't. But do you remember? Because I was always like, oh, I just don't fancy Rambo. I don't know. Like, do you remember how you got me to watch it? Oh, well, the first Rambo, you see Stallone's bum. <laughs> you went, you went, you see his bum, and I was like, get on! Yeah, you've not watched part two. Right, okay. There's First Blood part two, there's Rambo three. Okay. I think you've watched the more recent Rambos. See, I don't know because I haven't watched them properly. But First Blood part two, you've never seen. But do you Rambo remember? Rambo three, you've never seen. But do you remember my thing though? I'm not into jungle. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into films where the <laughs> armies in the jungle. Genre. <laughs> Is it soldiers in the jungle? Yeah, no, I it. don't know why. I just find them really boring. But the I did see right, Stallone's the Vietnam bum. War was such a big old conflict, and loads of films have been made. Is that about what? It. It, is that the thing? There's some great, great films. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Um, so Full Metal Jacket. I've seen that. Born on the 4th of July, amazing Never seen film. that. Is that Tom Cruise? Yeah. I can't watch Tom Cruise film. But he's brutal. Ah, I hate Tom Cruise. If you watched him in that, you'd go... Nah. Right. Because that's such a departure from... If you'd watched... Uh, see, I, don't get me started. I know, right. you Tom love Cruise Tom Cruise. Is absolutely <gasps> brilliant. We've got a great story about Tom Cruise. Have we not spoken about this no, before? No, we should tell the Tom Cruise story. We have got a good Tom Cruise story. Yeah, we've met Tom Cruise. We have. Do you want to tell it? Yeah, nice guy. Really great guy. So, he's a hero of mine. I, yeah. I think he's brilliant. James loves Tom Cruise. I, I really love a Tom Cruise film. You fancy him, don't you? He's a good looking guy. It's like a bro crush. Bromance. Bromance, is it? He, um, you know, you No, watch... that has to be reciprocated. Yeah. Although he did like you. Yeah, yeah. He was not. Well, right. I felt he did. There he's, was. I've never heard from him since. <laughs> there was, um, back in the day, Harrison was brand newborn. I think he was about. Three months? Yeah, three or four months old. James was doing press for, it must have been the in-betweeners, but that came out after, the film came oh, out after. Oh, maybe it was for the deep, it was when DVDs came out. Right. So anyway, James was doing press and he was doing the Jonathan Ross show. Yeah. And it was with the other in-betweeners yeah, boys. Yeah, we were all there. And uh, I was in what they called the green room with tiny little baby Harrison and Jonathan Ross came in. This was before the before you filmed the the mm -hmm. show, 
Jonathan Ross came in and he was chatting to everybody, introducing everybody and all that sort of stuff. And then Tom Cruise walked in because he was also on the show. And they were sort of over at the door We were the big chatting. Then, right? Yeah, yeah. In between us both. Yeah. Over at the door chatting, I was sort of in the back on a little couch um, and I had Harrison with me. Now, Harrison was a cute baby. But everybody was talking and then just out of nowhere... Tom Cruise spotted me and Harrison and he was like, oh my God, that is the cutest baby I have ever seen. It was was intense. Right? And he came over, took Harrison off of me. Grabbed the baby. (laughs) Me and Claire were looking at each other going, fucking Tom Cruise just took our baby. Holding Harrison, like, I mean, he was, obviously he was very gentle. So I'm holding Harrison, cradling him, looking at him and he was like, those are the biggest eyes. He's yeah. so beautiful. Oh, my God. And I was just like, yeah, yes. But he just went mental, our Harrison. Yeah. And, and then was... the conversation continued and Tom Cruise was just holding my baby yeah. for like half an hour. Yeah. But that's... Um, and I was like, what is happening? That's the that's the sort of like good thing about being a dad sometimes. Because then you and I him... Can be there. And Tom Cruise, one of the biggest mega stars on the planet. Mm. And you can just go, oh, how are your kids getting on? That, and that's oh, what no, you no. said and you did. Like, yeah, no, they're doing great. Like, they're, they're, yeah. and We're just chatting about babies and being yeah. dads and stuff like that. Um, and at that point, none of the other in-between-us boys had had kids. Harrison was the first in-between-us baby. Yeah. So they were all like, oh, just James and Tom Cruise chatting about just, kids. Yeah, we're just, just the dads in the room. The shit. <laughs> couple of dads there just going fucking kids eh? but yeah no that we we've told Harrison that story a couple of times because we were just like like trying to tell you know I don't know we probably first told him when he was like 10 or something trying to like tell a little 10 year old that one of the biggest movie stars yeah. in the world like picked him up and was just gone mental like we talk about it all so like I say a hero of mine yeah like I, I think a lot of films get I feel like Stallone's in this bracket sometimes. Schwarzenegger, poo-pooed. People poo-poo them. Oh, they're just they're just action films action. or whatever. No, they're really entertaining, really fun. You really get into. Yeah. Them. You watch Top Gun when you're a kid, and you go, yeah. "Man, I want to be an actor. I want to be in films. Right. That's what I want to do." And I, it was those films and people like Tom Cruise that made me want to do what I ended up doing. Yeah, it was a I wasn't crazy. Making, blockbusters by any means but no no it makes you want to be an actor because you just go this is so fun and so we do love an action film though yeah love an action film absolutely anything we watch rambo well i have but i've seen the best bit though yeah but first blood part two so the first one right is the first rambo film is probably the best one and that's one i've seen yeah and you see his bum yeah and you see his bum but the following ones are like, right, now Rambo's just fucking right. going okay. for it. Now. I will... He's going to kill as many people as right. possible. Right, okay. I will. Let's make our vows then. Go on. I promise... Yes. And this is this is easy. Yeah. I'm, I'm always up for a Sloan film, even though it's in the jungle. I promise that this week... Yes. We could do it tonight. Could do. I think it's a couple of hours. Right, I promise this week at some point yeah. to watch a Rambo film, will you? First Blood Part 2. Well, whatever's next. Well, that's the next one. I'm sure I've watched it. Right, okay, yeah. 
fine, sure. I'm sure first. We are just having saying. a conversation yeah. there. <laughs> Your son. Uh, Watch him. Okay. Not remember what his vote no, was. No, I do remember. Go on. Um, I promise from this day forth, mm. the next week. Right. Uh, not right now. Right. Not you right see? now. This is next week's vow. That's so disgusting. Um, that I will. So next week. <laughs> You've made that clear. Got some burps. Um, next week, there will not be any belching from myself on okay. the podcast. You had to hear first. There we go. Stick around to find out if I don't burp next week. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not going to keep you listening, I well, don't know. Well, then I what don't will. know what you want for us. <laughs> all right. Um, don't forget to join us next week where you'll be able to find out whether we stuck to our vows. Also, make sure you subscribe on all platforms and follow us at In Sickness and In Health Podcast to take part in our weekly polls and to send in any stories, messages, or voice notes that you wouldn't tell your partner about. Oh, that's a new that's a new bit written down. Yeah. Look, it's trying to split folk up. Yeah. All anonymous, of course. We um, you know, we respect your anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um on that note, mm. do you wanna see it? No, let's not. This is like my mate who who's only had a Big Mac. You never want to see it. Let's not destroy it. Okay. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>